<laughs> Greetings, salutations, felicitations, aloha, howdy. May the force be with May you. May the force be with you. It's Chris talking to you from the studios at WFC3. And yet again, it's another edition of Bunky Business. Hanging out with me, as always, the legend, Billy DeTori. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> we couldn't do it without him. No, seriously, we would be completely lost I in the woods. I have no skills in this whatsoever. <laughs> and, and that's Tanya admitting she has no skills, nope. which is great because she's one of the executive directors. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have with us Tony, Wayne, Hello. Brian. Hello. Becca, 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 Becca. I swear. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> she's she's going to hurt me for that one. She looks so professional looking she's, you know, She's hanging out in the production studio, looking out through the window going, hey, look, I know what I'm doing. And, <laughs> um, and on the doing. phone with us, Deanna and Sybil. Hello, hello. All right. Oh, there was the hi. Hi. Um, so we've talked about a thousand different things over over the past, and there have been a couple of podcasts where we've talked about a thousand things in the one half hour. Um, but today what we're going to do is we're going to... Um, Kind of do a little armchair quarterbacking, I think. We, we've all, uh, over the Christmas break, you know, we all kind of were had our own reactions to the passing of Carrie Fisher and, and what she meant to people on a social level, on an entertainment level, on a franchise level, uh, as just generally as a human being. Uh, and so we said goodbye to Carrie Fisher, and then the very next day, her mother, Debbie Reynolds, who was a titan in, in the industry herself. Uh, so that was that was huge, and that was that was a, an interesting bow on the package that was, as Billy has coined it, the 2016 Exodus. Um, it, it was pretty brutal, but now, now here we go as, as geeks, a couple of weeks later, we're looking back and, you know, how is this going to affect the Star Wars franchise? It, it's a huge piece of the puzzle, Princess Leia. It's a huge piece of the puzzle. And, and, you know, the reports have all been publicized at this point. They're all out there. She had completed all of her primary filming for episode eight, but now they were also admitting it was building up to, she was going to have a very substantial part in episode nine. Because basically, my thought is she's going to redeem. She's um, going to redeem Kylo Ren. She's going to bring Ren. Kylo yes. back to Ben. That's they, how it has to be. They mm-hmm. were also planning on her daughter was uh, going to take uh, the um, Carrie Fisher's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Billy was, Lords, uh, was going to uh, start getting a larger role in the Star Wars universe. Okay. Yeah. Um, they uh, actually had it so that. Um, they introduced her in uh, Force Awakens as mm-hmm. one of the people. Behind you see her the in the background. Yeah. Uh, in episode um, eight, she's going to be uh, getting a larger part. And okay. what I think will happen is she'll wind up being the one who redeems um, uh, Kylo. Kylo. Now okay. she will be. Well, yeah. you know, and that's an, it's, uh, an aspect I didn't even consider. Um, you know, just within the past 24 hours, we've seen the reports. They have made it very clear they are not going to do a CGI rec- uh, resurrection like they did with uh, Peter Cushing's Governor Tarkin in, in uh, Rogue One, which, you know, that's good. That that takes part of it. But now you have two things that, you, you know, you can do. And I, honestly, in my my personal opinion... Lucasfilm is in a complete no-win situation right now because anything they do is right. somebody's going to hate it, and a, a lot right. of people are going to be unhappy with it. Um, so I feel bad. I really do. The writers of, of Episode Nine are, are really up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Do you write Princess Leia out, or General Organa, you know, and however you want to remember her? Uh, do you write her out, kill her off screen, or just minimize her role completely, even though you were building up to having this big thing? Um, or do you recast? The part. Okay, I'm going to jump right in. Oh, God, no. Go ahead, Deanna. I'm jumping right in. Do not recast it. Well, here's the thing. What's, I mean, you know, Carrie Fisher made the part her own and and is iconic because of that. But is the actress bigger than the character? 
is the character so important to the story that you that you 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 can't risk losing it in any way, shape, or form? I think you can't recast it. I just mm-hmm. it's so people when you mentioned Carrie Fisher died. What's the first thing people thought of? Oh, I know. It's, it's immediately you you're thinking think about of, you didn't think of. Um, Blues John Brothers. Belushi's fiance in Blues Brothers. You yeah. didn't think of Marie from When Harry Met Sally, or that she wrote Postcards from the Edge. Mm-hmm. You immediately went to Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. So it's safe to say that they they went hand in hand together. So I think if you try to put a new face on that, mm-hmm. you're it's going to be a fifty fifty split. Fifty percent of the audience is going to be like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And fifty percent is going to be okay. I, you know, I thought about this, and I honestly have been thinking about it mm-hmm. ever since she passed. I, I almost think you need to write her out. You just, you get rid of her off screen. She had an accident. You actually kill the character. Ooh, okay. Because you can't bring it back. Remind kind me never like to be Han- important to you. Holy mackerel. <laughs> but it's kind of like Han Solo. If, if the, the rumor is that Kylo Ren, Ben, is going to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Going back to the books that I read that Timothy's on, there's always been this. Heir to the Empire trilogy, okay. Right. Luke and Leia, or Leia and Han supposedly had twins. Mm hmm. Would it be possible that you, you, you know, Billy Lord becomes that twin? Well, and that character is the one that redeems him. His sister redeems him. Disney has done, uh, we're not using anything from the. We're making our own universe now, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter right. what happened from before. Because I, but, we have, we've had. Yeah, but what if they draw some inspiration at least? Drawing from the extended universe, um, they, but they, they brought back um, Boba Fett from the Sarlacc pet, which happened in extended in the EU and has now happened in canon. Um, uh, in the um, animated. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, but still, that's they're, they're canoning that. Yeah. Billy, what do you think? I, you know, it's funny. I've gone through both. I think it'd be interesting if they did recast her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been a thing that they've done over the years for mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. characters, for many legendary characters. But Spock, yeah, yeah. But you know, and then I'm I'm going to disagree with you, D. Because I, I mean, it's obvious what my stance is. I think that because the character is just so huge and important to the story, it may behoove you. I mean, think of it. Think of the Harry Potter effect. You had Richard Harris play Dumbledore for the first two movies, pass away be replaced by Michael Gambon, and and carried it all the way to the end. Now, admittedly, Dumbledore in the in the cultural phenomenon of entertainment is not as huge of a character as Princess Leia, but still, it's He's an important character. And the, important to the character. Yeah, the character's bigger. Uh, the character is bigger, bigger than, than the actor who played oh, right. it. So, but like I said, it's mm-hmm. a fifty-fifty split. Fifty percent oh, yeah. of the people are going to be okay, and fifty percent are going to be like it's sacrilege. I, you know, I know right now that's what I'm thinking. Oh, absolutely. You know, depending on who they cast, you know, if they do recast it, oh, okay, I can see that. I think it's the unknown that is, that is in the forefront right now, which is why, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm going to, I'm going to go on on the fact that they're, they're not going to touch it and they're going to kind of re rewrite everything, but they might decide, you know what? This is an, a, a chance to do something different mm-hmm. and change the course of the future of the of the franchise. I'm going to follow through on this tangent. I'm going to go to something that Tony had said, and then and and then we're, I'm going to have a simple question to ask. So here, here's here's let me just follow the tangent that I'm lining up on right now, because um, my theory is, again, I've said it a couple of times already. The character is bigger than the actor who played her. All right, 
and and not to not to diminish Carrie Fisher's role in any way, shape, or form. So if anybody thinks I'm slamming Carrie Fisher, please get that thought out of your head right now. Um, but if we were to follow the route that I'm thinking, recast. Who? Tanya. My initial thought was Natalie Portman. Okay. She's too young. And Hollywood makeup cannot make her look older. Now, are, are we looking at, at Leia as, as General Solo? As General Organa. Okay, so following Fall, up uh, Solikens. Yeah, okay. so somebody who can take the, so take some, the Skywalker saga okay. to the end. Somebody who could play Leia in her current... Her current age, so current you're, form. you're only yeah. talking one movie then. Yeah, yes, one movie. Yes, you're only talking yeah. That's episode nine. Somebody help us get to the end of the Skywalker saga because D- D- Disney's made it very clear that once episode nine is done, the Skywalker story is over. Anything else it that ends. comes after that yep. is the anthology stuff of, you know, throwing the Han Solo, Han Solo origin Yoda. stories, stuff that mm-hmm. happens after the saga. You know, they're going to do anthology movies at that point where some of these established characters may pop up, but... This is the the Skywalker saga is going to be the yeah. nine movies and done. So we need one person to get us to the finish line. And the only reason why I say Natalie Portman is mm-hmm. because she was Leia's mother. Okay. So there is the genetics that don't give me that look, Wayne. <laughs> that you can manipulate. I also think it. with better writing, Natalie Portman might have an opportunity than, for redemption here because better than the because original yeah. things. Padme was was but, was an I mean, awful character, a but a great actress. actress right. with mm-hmm. Black Swan and things like that. Uh-huh. And I think, but it was the writing that it, it, was, it was the, the writing, writing that killed her. Killed her. So yeah. having writing. having the writing now. And she's not playing it um, opposite Hayden Christensen, so oh. therefore... <laughs> Thank God nobody is right now. He's, he's kind of going low on the radar. That. I thought but we were I... not going to have any more awful CGI characters. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but, I mean, tar- well, we'll get to that in a minute. Because uh, I want to talk about Tarly. I'm, I'm, I'm making a joke that yeah. uh, that, that Hayden Christensen That could possibly be yeah. that, yeah. or uh-huh. someone that is strong enough, like talking earlier this week, mm-hmm. like someone like Gina Davis or someone that's got that big presence or that can... Some, someone about 60 years old is Susan Sarandon and Meryl Streep. Someone Look at with that. A, oh, I don't know. Miller Streep's so under or overrated, though, I thought. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean... He's, I, I don't think Meryl Streep would have the right presence for no. the role. No. Okay. I'm but saying someone... That, even there's Helen plenty Mirren. of... Someone... Uh, Mary Steenburgen. Oh, Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen's yes. a good selection. That's a good idea. I, I didn't even think of that one. She's got the time right look too. Time. Yeah. Um, so Mary Steenburgen, Gina I, Davis, Lucy Lawless. Lucy. Holy <laughs> Christ. That would. No. That would definitely. You'd see Leah going into battle on that one. Sybil, what do you think? Do you have any ideas on this topic? You know, I actually didn't even think of them ever replacing her so it's kind of hard to even think of yeah an actress who could do it but you know i I kind of agree with tanya natalie partman could do it she is a great actress when she's given the correct material right and they can definitely do makeup to do that i mean think of what they did with with looper with uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis. They right. made Joseph. They made him look like Bruce Willis as a younger character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they can totally make Natalie Portman even, you know, look more like Leia. Yeah, I mean, think when, about so, Benjamin Button and Brad Pitt. How there you go. To do that. There you go. Becca, who do you think got any ideas? Um, not really for like the current Leia they're showing, but I've seen speculation about a younger Leia uh-huh. being played by Millie Brown, who was Eleven in Stranger Things. Oh, right. Millie Bobby Brown, which is a name that I want to say five times fast, and I know I'm <laughs> going to trip over. Um, but yeah, that's that, as a younger Leia. Yeah. That would be cool. I could see that, definitely. And and then uh, and Tony had made mention of of uh, an increase of visibility for Billy Lords, Carrie Fisher's daughter. 
So go ahead and, and work on that one a little bit more. Um, for me, I don't think I cannot see anyone replacing Carrie Fisher's um, Princess Leia. I think mm-hmm. what the way they should go with it is they should um, say send Leia off on some sort of mission. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to do some sort of CGI to kill her, mm-hmm. and I think they should give her an epic death scene. Okay. Um, what should uh, what I think will happen is she'll be uh, she'll tell. Um, her daughter's character, hey, until I get back, you're in charge. She goes off. Boom, she's dead. Okay. And that leaves her and, in and charge. And finally, fans are just going to have to understand that, you know, like I said at the beginning, it's it, no win situation here. I'm being handed some new information. Breaking news. No, not breaking news. Oh, why are you doing this to me, Brian? <laughs> why are you doing this to <laughs> me? You're asking for suggestions. Who was Be the it? right age. Well, she also passed away three years ago. Did she? Oh, yeah. Sure. Was that the Sarah? That's Sarah Jane Smith, Elizabeth Sladen. Oh yeah, he's Elizabeth Sladen. See, Slade. Brian, yeah. Brian's Brian's hitting me in in the in the feels in the at the moment. Oh, yeah, because because as, as the rabid Doctor Who fan, then you got to get uh, Lala Ward. Yeah. Oh, oh, see, there you go. It's the the second Romana, right? Yes. Okay, but this is not a Doctor Who chat, man. You really you, you caught me on that one, you bastard. All right, so <laughs> anyway, I just had no, a I'm gonna cry. Pop, anyway, pop into my head. Um, what about like a Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? It's not now the type that I think she's done, but I could see it. Possibly. I, I I don't think it should be someone famous. Now Get that her I think some about Activa. it, one of the one of the great things about Star Wars is they pulled from from the ether from from oh, yeah. characters because character actors that were you, not known. They, if you do wind up with one of the names that I mentioned, a Merle Streep or a Susan Sarandon or anybody mm-hmm. that's already known, all you're gonna think is. That's it's not Carrie Fisher. that famous person. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. someone unknown, maybe you get sucked back into the why character. Don't, why don't they do like they do in the soap operas, where it's like accident, yeah. oh. bandages, take the bandages off, different person. <laughs> <laughs> that happened because they have a back to tank, which everything regenerates no, automatically. No, Luke, yeah. Luke, when he got the ice creature that beat him up after he got in an accident with the Corvette Summer. Right, you're right. <laughs> you know? Oh, right, yeah, yeah his they, uh, scarring on his face. Yeah. But it was still Luke. He still had the same was still Mark facial Hamill. structure as uh, Mark Hamill because he was Mark Hamill. With, yeah. with some scars. With some scars. They yeah. just had. They just came up with an in-universe thing where he, uh, where he actually. That's how he got his scars. Mm-hmm. They had to fix it. So yeah. It's it's a tough one. It's, it's a tough gonna one. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how they handle it. And and like I said, it's a no-win situation for him. I don't think there's going to be anybody who's thoroughly satisfied with their their I like, solution. I like the idea of a, of a think, nobody. Yeah, a no, of just a nobody, yeah. Nobody's heard of because you have no expectations of them. Mm-hmm. You don't have any preconceived notions right. of mm-hmm. them. So if you're going to recast it, a nobody. I, I would say go that way. Okay. How about a worldwide oh, casting about, call? An, there you go. That's that, you I, know, that would be almost right, have to. D's got a thought here. Go ahead, D. What about, and this is just crazy, just popped into my head, Carrie Fisher has a sister named Jolie Fisher. who looks yes. Yeah, but she's yeah, not nearly as competent of, competent of an actress as Carrie was. No. You need to be. Yes, for a character that huge, Especially yes. in that no, 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 no. movie? In, in, in the last Star Wars movie, she wasn't really on screen a lot. But I thought well, they were going to have her on screen she a lot. Was, yeah, yeah she but in episode 8 she's going to feature yeah. more and it's building up to episode 9 where right. she's going to be basically be one of the main characters. Right. So From, you need somebody who's going to have that presence. The right. way they were setting it up was Harrison Ford got 7, uh, Mark Hamill's getting 8, and Carrie Fisher, Fisher was nine. going to have 9. Yeah. Um, but the they can't do that anymore. No, they can't. Um, even though Disney 
owns um, the image of Carrie Fisher until the end of nine. They can't do that because they've said they're not going to do that. Right. No. That's so. So there's not a CGI resurrection again. So and we'll talk about what she what they did with Tarkin in, in Rogue One, which was which was equal parts creepy and cool at the same time. But well, yeah, got the finger dead for so long. Yes, Peter Cushing's that gesture that he would always kind of lean on. But um, regardless of that, Van Helsing. Yes. <laughs> And regardless of all of that, I mean, and, and this is this is going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. And, you know, we'll be here on, on this particular podcast ready to make some sort of commentary or some sort of, you know, observation of it as it unfolds. We'll bring it to you and I'll bring our thoughts to it. So we're going to we're going to set this one aside because really this is not a conversation that is ever going to end anytime soon. And and it's kind of like this is this is kind of cool that we can talk about stuff like this. It's one of the pieces. And this is my this is my really piss poor attempt at a segue um it leads me to the next topic i want to talk about the topic i really wanted to talk about today and and that is what makes a modern day nerd or modern day geek and and having discussions like this kind of fits into that particular conversation so um so we're going to move the conversation that way and and wayne you had come up with a couple of articles when we were talking about this before oh yeah so i'm going to lean into you first and then i'm going to come to the to the girls on the phone so deanna and sybil start thinking about this in your opinion, Wayne, what is it that really qualifies a person as a modern-day nerd? I don't know about modern-day nerds. All uh-huh. I know is about us older nerds. <laughs> um, and that's why I'm coming to you first. Uh, well, I don't know because n- fandom is kind of splintered now. Mm-hmm. You've got anime cons. You've got people who only in it who only watch anime, people who only watch... Um, um, gaming people only do lots of different things whereas when I came up it's like everybody did everything um I would think since but you just have to have to be a fan to be mm-hmm. involved with whatever you're involved with okay See, I, I think with nerddom mm-hmm. like anything you can be nerdy about anything mm-hmm. yeah even sports sports nerds hate being called that but yes. they are yes fantasy football yeah Oh, that's, that's D and I remember you taking uh, Detulio out to task on oh, that one. Still, we still argue. That's daily awesome. About that was stuff. awesome. By the Often, way, we have more arguments off the air than we do on the air about stuff. But Be- but yeah, if you you tell you call Speaky. a sports fan a geek, they hate that. Mm-hmm. But they do it exactly the same. So thing. it's basically the same thing. Sports but, fans are geeks of sports. Yeah, yeah. they're sports more geeks. likely to wear a football jersey than I am to even wear a Batman costume. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and that's appropriate. And and when you see the guys in the football stands and the baseball stands all painted up like the team colors, mm-hmm. that's okay. But you see a fan dressed as um as Luke or Leia or or even Captain America, it's like, oh, he's just a geek. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like, and what makes the difference? And you know, and and then there's funny how geeks are actually judging each other. Well, that person's not geeky enough. So so I'll bring it over that's, to that's new. Yeah, well. It's it's weird though. I mean, it's like, do you have to have a certain level of fandoms? Do you have to do you have to follow Supernatural and Star Wars and Star Trek and Doc? Do you have to do all of that, yes. or is, can you pick one? I, I don't <laughs> think so. Like, I'm I'm not into gaming, and you mm-hmm. guys aren't into wrestling. And mm-hmm. there's, there's it, that's one thing I liked about cons, whether it's our FC3 con or you know the biggest one I've been to is Fan Expo in Toronto, mm-hmm. yeah. or you no, know, going bigger San Diego is that everybody has their own thing they're really, really passionate about, mm-hmm. and they have their own group. They find their own tribe mm-hmm. and can sort of connect with each other. 
to talk about stuff that they don't get to talk about with the normal people. Yeah, Billy, <laughs> I think you hit on a key word, and that's passion. Whatever fandom it is, if you don't have that passion for it, that you're gonna, that you're gonna, I, I want to make sure I do this every week, every two weeks, whatever. Uh, if you're just kind of following it on and off mm-hmm. i think that's where the where the difference lies but i'd be interested i, I know you want to get to the people on the phone mm-hmm. but i'd be interested in our interns take on what yeah. oh yeah their turns are their turns are coming Becca, you're making a very a lot of faces back there so i think she's kind of like what what do i do <laughs> now let's be honest no, I'm just... sorry. I, I looked up the question of like what does it mean to be a nerd yeah and i found a wiki how article <laughs> <laughs> nice don't believe everything you read on the internet hang on to that because i'm going to have you start reading that because because <laughs> we have we have d on the phone and i know that she's got to get going in, in a short order she's got some stuff to do today so d i'm going to bring this question to you i'm going to let you get your input in before you take off on us today i think for me, I kind of straddle both. Um, I have my nerd side and I have my sports side. Uh-huh. Um, you know, for me, my, my geeky nerdness is gaming and Star Wars and sci-fi. But she does sports, um, too. I, She's like a renaissance nerd. Yes. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. I'm a huge sports fan. <laughs> and I, you I know, I think it's, it's <gasps> like Brian said, it's passion. I am passionate about my Steelers, my Penguins, my Dale Jr., my mm-hmm. Pirates. I'm also as passionate about Star Wars and Star Trek and, and all the nerd, you know, the, the geeky things that people associate because it's not sports. And she's come over to the dark side. What? What's she this? have cookies. They have cookies. She started Doctor Who. She's finally, oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Did you forget that she started last weekend? I think I heard her make, make a mention of it, but it's so nice to have it officially so, uh, out in the open where everybody yeah, can hear it so that she's she, admitting to it now. She started the new, the new doctor? Or no. Old? She started with Talon's a Wayne, Wayne Chang. Oh, yes. That's still not old. One of my favorite episodes. It's not old. Time. It's from 75. What the hell? I'm talking <laughs> What do you consider no. old? Heart no. Oh, we're cons- uh, we got we to gotta break her into it. Got to break her into oh, it. Yeah, you start she was devastated that it was a part, two, part one of two. Robot. Sorry, Deanna. There you go. You know, classic. And I think, like Brian said, it's about passion. It's about what you individually mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. feel that you want to invest your time, your soul into. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You know, not everybody's going to like anime. I don't get anime. I don't understand anime. Just remember, I'm not really tentacles. into comics. It's all books, good. But I understand <laughs> how, you know, the draw that it has for people. And that's. That's cool. That's what makes that's what makes conventions cool, is that mm-hmm. sometimes you can be like, "Hey, I didn't know anything about that, but I started a convention, so now maybe I'll look into it and might find a new a new interest or hobby." Like that. That's I mentioned this before. That's exactly how I started watching Doctor Who, the the recent uh, incarnation, starting with Christopher Eccleston, was at a convention, <laughs> saw people dressed as uh, weeping the angels. weeping angels. Yeah. And thought those were really cool. Hey, let's look at Doctor Who. There you go. So, it's kind so of interesting you. how the term has evolved. I mean, all you had to mm-hmm. do was like Doctor Who or play D&D back in our day when we were younger, mm-hmm. and you were labeled a nerd. Now, mm-hmm. being a nerd in that sense is cool. It, it's yeah, and I think you kind of touched on it just I by the way you structured the that. I, well, I think that's the way you structured I the way you said it. I think so. <laughs> 
Brian had said it. He said you were labeled a nerd, so there's a connotation of negative there that, you know, okay, now you're not socially acceptable. Well, but now people aspire to kind of almost be nerdy at this point. So it's, it's become it's become fly. there it is. It's because it's become socially acceptable because mm-hmm. of the um the success of the movies and right. the uh industry as a whole. Um coming into the mainstream and attracting more people to it. I, w- I want to point out that Tony just indicated that all of us here are socially acceptable. <laughs> just, He's fired. Wow. Nowadays, you have to go deeper than the movies to be yeah. considered a nerd. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're good at that. We can definitely do that. We Can, definitely can we go- ostracize people? They only watch movies. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, D, D you taking off on us, son? I can hang around for a little longer. All right, good. Get, let us know. And now I'm going to go on to Sybil, and then I'm back into the room. So, and, and yeah, I am looking right at you, Becca. I am looking right at you. You know it's coming. So anyway, Sybil, bring it to me now. Tell me about what you think about it. Okay, what I think about it. So I grew up just before modern. I, I kind of bridge the gap between. The you know the old geek poindexters where you know they always had the glasses with the tape in the middle. That's oh, we're, we're losing you, honey. Up. You're breaking up a little bit. We've got the technology. We do. Somebody boost the signal. <laughs> we can rebuild. Are you on speakerphone, Sybil? <laughs> we can make them no, better. No, I'm not. Okay, oh. there you oh, are. That's much better. We can hear you now. You probably just had to move to a different part of the room, right? Uh, no, I just had to move my headphones. Ah, uh, okay. Wow. Yeah. There was a collective acknowledgement. Yes, like, oh my God, we're all on the same page. <laughs> Don't play with okay, it. well, what I was saying... <laughs> yes, thank you. I, I kind of, I bridged the, the, the old nerds of... I remember when I was little, I was made fun of for being nerdy and liking comic books and people looking at me like, how can you read those? Mm-hmm. They're just weird. Mm-hmm. And now when I mention comic books, you know, I get the jocks who are like, oh, my God, did you see the Batman? I'm just on this. I'm on this one. And mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm reading this series. But I heard there's another series. And have you heard of that one? And it's kind of it's kind of weird being like that, like growing up, kind of trying to hide the nerdy and the geeky part of me. And then now, like, as soon as I say it, I get tons of friends again. Like everybody's wanting to be like talk to you and get your opinion on something, and it's not just you know the the comic books and the the stereotypical nerd things. It's what you guys were also talking about with right. the sports and being a sports nerd, or being a car nerd, or being a, a just a book nerd. You know, oh, you read that author? Well, let me talk to you about this author. Or you or just you read? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, that's actually yes. becoming a thing now too, isn't it? You read? I, I read I, every I read day. So many guys, when I tell them I read, they go, "Oh, that's so adorable." I'm like, "What?" Reading is <laughs> not adorable. Become adorable. It's fundamental. It's, it's, <laughs> exactly. Becca's trying to not fall off the chair in there. Just like, <laughs> really? Yeah, that's the comments I've been getting lately. Yeah, uh, no, you know, and that's what makes you management. So it's all good. Hey, uh, Becca. <laughs> What what was on that wiki how, I, uh, by the way? <laughs> All right, so it starts out defining the geek and the nerd. Oh, right. yes. ah, yeah, the, because there's oh, okay. a difference. Brian's got it up, too. There is. <laughs> well, let's be careful on that phrase. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Brian has the page up. There we go. There you go. Good clarification. Yeah, well. 
All right, so the geek, someone who's just generally very knowledgeable to the point of obsession about a particular topic. Chris and Doctor Who. Right. Okay. And um, apparently, the general, uh, a nerd is an irritating, unattractive person who may be brilliant but chooses to focus on non-social pursuits. Oh, I see. Chris about Doctor Who. Hey, so hey, easy. <laughs> I am not non-attractive. Thank you very much. What does that mean? In your own mind. I am damn good looking. What is? What does that mean? You have a face for radio. Please define unattractive. <laughs> Does that mean? Uh, excuse me for saying this, but you fuck you. Damn! All right, guys, we just went from a PG to a PG thirteen. There we go. <laughs> wow. If I if I drop one more f bomb, we go to R, right? Yes, is that that's the way correct. That is correct. correct. How it works. <laughs> Dan's gonna kill us. <laughs> He can. He can't even catch exactly up. Exactly who? It's okay. Oh, he yeah. he may run marathons, but I have a car. I can drive fast away from him. It's okay. Good. My car can go three hundred miles. He can only go twenty six. I can I can outdistance him. All right. So just go twenty seven. Aside from our little tangent over here, Becca, please feel free to continue with your presentation. Talking about geeks and nerds. I'm sorry. We have to put you in your place every so often. All right. So we compare. It compares communication skills. Uh huh. Uh. Which Tanya and I apparently need work on. <laughs> For example, a nerd might say, that's an overused folly. The SD must be lazy. Uh-huh. The geek would say of the same thing. Oh, I love how Percy Jackson uses the Wilhelm scream in every movie. Okay. <laughs> what kind of sentence is that? I do love my Wilhelm screams. Yeah. What, no, that's oh, not yeah, yeah. Percy Jackson. <laughs> That's okay, that aside. All right, so there's somebody who's trying to do an academic thing. What's the difference between a geek and a nerd? Is that basically what it is? Are we? Are we? Have we gone so far into this that we have to define that? Uh, I don't know. This is wiki. The, That's wiki. Yeah. From what there, I understood, there are definitions yes. between a geek, oh, yeah. a geek, a nerd, and there's another term. But there, there is like a definitions out dweeb? there to show you the difference between them. Yeah, dweeb is another Super one. Yeah. Well, uh, if you from, want to get anime specific, there's the weeaboo. Oh yeah, there's the that what? Too. The weeaboo. The weeaboo. What the? What about otaku's? Are we talking true, about otaku's? True. What in now the nine? Really gone. All right, hang on a second. What in the nine planes of hell is a weeaboo? Um, uh, someone Honey, in the good. It's not a good. It's the... two weeaboos. It's two weeaboos. <laughs> it becomes a. <laughs> If there's there's a single one is a Yuabu when they so, get together they're a Yuabu. Someone that's so obsessed with the ja- Japanese culture and anime and that atte- a- attempts to act as if they were Japanese even though they're far from oh it. Oh my god. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's basically it. That's a basic Yuabu. Um, otakus okay. are respectful of the culture but recognize they are not necessarily part of the culture. Are, they, are you sure they recognize they're not part of it? Those are otakus. Oh, otakus. There's I a difference. There are otakus. I thought we were talking. Yeah, I thought you said taco at one point. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, taco. Okay. Yeah, we love our tacos. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> our otakus. Okay. Uh, taco Tuesday. Well, then, then I'm hungry now. I'm going to stop by Taco their, Bell later. Like, Go to Selena's. Layers of oh. how to be, how deep you are into that fandom. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so there's different degrees that you can plummet into this. Are you an yeah. extended universe Star Wars fan or a not extended universe oh, Star Wars fan? Oh my god, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> or there's just us who are like Star Wars fans. We like it. It's Star Wars, okay, we like it. I guess it comes down to well, your perspective. Uh, uh-huh. you, we may not think of someone as a nerd or geek, but someone who isn't involved in anything that, that we enjoy 
would consider us all to be nerds or geeks just based on that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, a different definition from the Urban Dictionary, because of course we're going to believe everything that they have to say. Well, that, yeah. That, <laughs> if we can't believe CNN, who can you? <laughs> they say nerds are smart people who lack much of a social life. They would okay. be the ones that since, spend. Since when? That's what. They, that's what their definition <laughs> no. is of a nerd. Geeks mm-hmm. are the outgoing ones that go to uh, that are. They have the social lives. They're, all right. That's what they're different from nerds. That they actually have the social lives. It says. Nerds are often very shy, while geeks are more outgoing. But then so, they're not smart. Nerds spend most of their free time studying, while ge- geeks make free time so they can play Dungeons and Dragons. So would, would I'm a geek. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so we we would be geeks because we're outgoing. So somebody like Dan, our, our our fearless leader, or or Stephanie Oswald, you know, we love dearly. They're more reserved. They're shyer. So they're they're more they're less likely to be out in the open. I am living proof that a nerd can become a geek. Okay, yes, because oh. you you and I were both Isn't wallflowers. Isn't that kind of like the heel the and face heel and face thing <laughs> from wrestling? <laughs> yes, yes. We're, we're swinging around. We're did swinging I, did around. I pull in a good analogy? Yes, 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 yes. 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 <laughs> So how many people in this room would believe that when Brian and I first met, we were both wallflowers? Well, oh, I, I was definitely a wallflower. I could, myself on I could, that I could one. see that. Honestly, I could. That's a wallflower, Chris. Not at all. Yeah. It's, it's also depending on when you be. Nowadays, it's more acceptable to be a fan uh-huh. than oh, back right. when I was a kid. It wasn't acceptable <laughs> to be a fan. Which is kind of part of the reason we were wallflowers about those things because it wasn't. It wasn't acceptable. acceptable. You, you, you mentioned always Doctor Who fans would get ridiculed. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't know it wasn't acceptable. I just was. You know, I, well, I yeah, went to this. And that's stuff great. Yeah. I, I, I that's read great. comics all the time, and but I knew, I also kind of knew it, it wasn't part of the mainstream culture to well, be a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. What did uh, What did Bill Gates say? Um, be careful who you bully, because they they're going to eventually be your boss. boss. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he said something along those lines. But then what you're saying is that. Geeks wouldn't be your boss, but a nerd would. Right. Uh huh. Well, it's funny. I'm looking at these like geek traits versus nerd traits, and it's hysterical. I was pointing out one to Chris. It says can, geeks can be pretentious and long-winded. Do we know anyone like that? I uh, I don't know. Hi no. guys. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? Stop that. But then they say like nerd traits. Their interests might include Battlestar Galactica. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Both versions. LARPing, Second Life, uh-huh. physics, chess, fantasy, sci-fi, and computer programming. Okay. Well, you know, that's oh, a little look, bit it's of... me. Oh, look. Oh. <laughs> so you're a nerd. That's there you awesome. go. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Like, I like all that. You might be I a started neek. out reading science a fiction. A neek. A neek. And, and then... <laughs> it, a GERD? It, Wait, that's something totally different. <laughs> reading science fiction and comics got me into more and more science, which got mm-hmm. me into engineering. Okay. So it's oh, there you go. Yeah, there. Are people. I mean, that's generally how I got into uh, computer engineering. Yeah. So. Well, there are people. I mean, James oh. Doohan, um before he passed away, was doing interviews, and he was saying that people had come up to him in, at conventions, yeah. saying, "You know, I wanted to become an engineer because of Scotty." Yes. So it's it's that transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star Trek did that for lots of people. Mm-hmm. Billy, what do you think? Any final thoughts before we start wrapping this one up? I got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out if I'm a nerd or a geek. I'm, well, I'm a shy. A gird. Do you drink coffee or soda? <laughs> soda. Okay. Right, so do makes... you wear loafers or sneakers? sneakers? Sneakers. Saxophone or guitar? Um, I like saxophone. All right. Well, in case it's two or one. Well, Keep I going. know the next one. Dress t-shirt. shirt or t-shirt? Uh, <laughs> hundreds of t-shirts. Now, cat or dog? Cat. Dog. All right, so he's, he's, he's three he's, votes to geek, a, two votes to he, nerd. He's a neek. So he's a neek. He's right in the middle. <laughs> uh, I think Billy's an I... otaku. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had a Tony. bell, I'd be a taku bell. There you go, taku bell. <laughs> no, and it, 
believe that people can be a nerd and, and a geek, geek. Right. and yeah. a dork. And it all mm-hmm. depends on, like, I'm a nerd with certain aspects of my life, and I'm a geek when it comes to, like, cars and mm-hmm. books and that kind of stuff. And then I'm a dork because I'm just, you know, fun-loving and goofy. Oh, yeah. So You're think, definitely that, I sweetie. Think, <laughs> thank you. <But laughs> you can honestly, like, be all of them. And being a modern-day nerd, modern-day geek, whatever, we need to, as modern-day nerds and geeks, just have our arms open for everybody Uh and every aspect of everybody in the society. Like, so what if somebody says they're a diehard Supernatural fan, but they don't know what happened in episode five of season two? They can still be Somebody a diehard fan. Don't <laughs> Probably. <laughs> they can still be Spoiler a diehard fan of something and not know every single aspect right. of it. Yeah. Right. So the, we, and, can, and we can... We need to, go ahead. We need to stop taking... It, it used to be the jocks that would make fun of the nerds, and now it's the nerds who make fun of other nerds because they're not as nerdy as they are. Yeah. Oh, the right. geek... And like the geek girl cred. Yeah. Oh, like right, right, right. I mean, stop doing that. I think labels in general everybody. are used to divide people, and in it t- is. And here comes a hallmark after-school special moment. <laughs> bring it, bring it home, Tony. Bring it home, Tony. Uh, it, labels divide people. There in you order go. To um, get rid of, in order to be a more harmonious society, we need to get rid of labels. And that is my Good two cents. Goodbye, guys. No, this, <laughs> seriously, we, we can close He's on right. that. We can seriously close on that because it, you know, it really doesn't completely matter what it is as long as you're you're loving it, and as long as you can accept that other people are going to be different. That's all. Yeah. That's it. So we're all going to look at it differently. Together. We're all in it together, and uh, and and we are where it all comes together. So yes, anyway, so there we go. Um, so yeah, let's well, let's wrap that one up, and and um, just we're gonna we're gonna circle all the way back to the beginning of the conversation real quick because Tanya had found something while we were talking about nerd versus geek, um, but she was talking she found an article about the Carrie Fisher issue, and there's a lot of people out there who are thinking, well, if like I do, if you recast, who would it be? And this name popped up, Stevie Nicks. Ooh. <gasps> oh, yeah, that, that's did I hear Deanna. That? that was that's Deanna. Deanna. Yeah, I can tell yeah. you that she's think- got the look. Yeah. But oh, then you got it. Mick, Mick can show up too. You can have the rest of the Fleetwood Mac <laughs> show up. We, we could have the whole Fleetwood Mac show up as like some smugglers or whatnot. But no, or you could do Mick Fleetwood could be like Chewbacca's the little brother. Yeah. He's cantina hairy band. enough. The cantina band. The cantina yes. band. But seriously, St- Stevie Nicks, the voice, the mm-hmm. look, yeah, yeah, the, the height, age. yeah. Yeah, as long as she's about as, five foot one. If she's got it, she, well, yeah, she's tiny. Well, yeah, she is she's tiny. wears the huge heeled boots. And you know, and think Lindsay Buckingham as Han, Tw- Han Solo's twin, uh, twin long lost brother. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap this puppy up. Tiny has got the IQ, Billy. So I whenever do. you're ready, brother. This has been money. Yeah. Wow. Take this two. has been take two. She, this she has can't been monkey read my business. handwriting. No, I can't. A production of the Mighty Monkey, producers of the Flower City Comic Con. FC3's next show will be May 20th and 21st of 2017 at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash FC3ROC. I'm still back to where you told me to fuck you. <laughs> I'm still back at that. We there just we go. I hard. left that in there. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Hey, awesome. We're officially R now. <laughs> <laughs>